Hej. Hej om. It's that time again. I have had four cups of Yorkshire tea today. I get literally buzzing. Um, I think because they're paper cups, it's not the same as a mug, is it? Uh, no. We're talking about this over there when I said I'll take some pictures of Yorkshire tea and I'll tag them in it and say, look, we've been uh, doing basically product placement again for you. <laughs> so maybe you can send us even more free stuff. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, well, it lasted, what, three months? I've still got some gold tea bags in the jar. Yeah, yeah gold is They were a bit strong. Though. I mean, they were great. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, they were really good. Biscuit brew, now. I've, been, I've bought, like, three boxes of biscuit brew since then, so it worked. <laughs> it definitely worked. Um, yeah, welcome to Paula's live we've, uh, podcast. Yeah, we've got a live audience today, so if people want to let everybody else know... <laughs> That's just one person that we've just <laughs> yeah. echoed and they've got them one of them one pound mics in the pound shop. It's like an echo. Oh. Like the wrestling ones. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got real people here instead of just cats and cars outside. Uh, we've also got a guest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, are you on? She on? Uh, this is Laura. Go on. Who, who's our guest? Who are you? Uh, it's me, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Um, yeah, so I'm a PhD student at the University of Leeds. Um, Fellow South Yorkshire massive. With yeah, you're from Tan, from which Tan. Uh, if people don't know what that means, it means that you're from Bowsley. Do, uh, doesn't everybody know what a Tan is? Tan? <laughs> yes, I'm from Tan, uh, doing <laughs> a PhD in Leeds, but I live in Salford. Um, and I approached Selena and M to do something together as part of my PhD instead of doing another interview with you, asking about why you got together. I thought this might be a more useful way of getting people together. That's about it. I, th I think it is. Sorry, there was a uh, almost Donny lass on then. An almost Donny lass? Yeah. Is she from Donny? Who? Sheridan Smith. Oh, Sheridan. Yeah. Mm. We'll claim Equith, her. We'll she? claim her as being from Donny. Same village as me, her cousins. Went to school, one of my cousins. Oh, yeah. Well... The, if you ever watch any of them shows where Sheridan Smith goes back to her roots, she goes and plays at uh, Bentley Top Club. Yeah. My uncle lived in Bentley Top Club. It was his club for a while. That's my little, like, you know, because they're, therefore we, like, related and best friends. Me and, me and, me and our Sheridan. <laughs> Does that mean you're related to me then as well? Yeah. <laughs> More or less. Yeah. Um, for those that aren't here in the room, we've got a slideshow of some A bit of... Hey, oh. Paula Grady, <laughs> Lily Savage, a slideshow of some working class, I'm using air quotes for the people that aren't here, heroes, um, because we thought that would be a good topic for this episode. Yep, and because we've got a live audience, it's like people can interact with us and just, you know, you being a bit boring lasses, like talk about something else for a change. So yeah, we've got some very excellent people behind us. Um, I think what was... I guess shocking to me making this, which yeah. took bloody hours. And as we've discussed already, you have to kind of just, you have to investigate everybody nowadays. All your heroes are so naughty. But anyway, <laughs> um, naughty is the nicest word. <laughs> um, I didn't realise so many of these people were working class. And what's amazing is now I know they all are, and I'm even more buzzing about people well, who work. Yeah, because I was like, what? I was like, she's just, she must have done her research. I'm like, they are, they are. Yep. Lots of, like, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. All them rags to riches stories, isn't it? Rags so, to Shane Riches stories. 
I was really, really jet lagged when I looked over this, and it like I could feel myself getting stronger. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. You had a Kelly Clarkson moment. She's in she's there. in there. Is she? Yeah, it's our old Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got um, the the shocking shockingest, good English. <laughs> uh, the most shocking one for me was Leighton Meester. Do you know her? Yeah, from wait, is she, was she in? What is the that OC? noise? The builders. Very loud buildery noises. Um, yeah, she was in that, yeah. Uh, so she was born in prison. What? Read all about it, yeah. So she had quite an interesting setup. Oh dear. Yeah, loads of people in here that I had absolutely no idea. Obviously, me girl, Charlotte. <laughs> so you know about her. I love Charlotte. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, I will, every single week when there's an episode of The Charlotte Show, I will share the best bits on my Insta stories. So, you know, obviously, you better follow me. Uh, also, yeah, uh, Demi Moore from A Trailer Park. Yeah, I saw that. De Demi yeah. Moore. The Demi, yeah. Um, has anybody got any story? I know it's like putting people as heroes, but anybody working class inspirations? They can be famous, they can be non-famous. If you put your hand up, we'll run to you. <laughs> Anyone? Guest yes. Come my run, run. Feel free to introduce to yourself as well if you want to. For the, for the listeners at home. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Kirsty. Um, I'm, pr I'm probably going to get this woman's name wrong because like, I'm heavily dyslexic. So I read this and go, yeah, that's right. Caitlin Moran? Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So like, she's Warrington-based and basically she kind of grew up listening to all sorts of like records and stuff and she like hated going to school so like about 16 she was like right I'm gonna sat this off and be a famous writer I'm gonna go around the world and just talk about music so that's literally what she did so like if you ever get a chance to read up anything about her she's fucking amazing like yeah I discussed I was on uh, Raised by Feminists I was on the uh, radio <laughs> Raised by Feminists with Hannah who's was in the room um, and we were saying because she, she did that show that I didn't watch but that was her and her sister, which was like, because is she from like quite a big Irish family? She's from a big family, like Raising Wolves. Yeah, that was what it's, yeah, Raising Wolves, and that was like that. I, don't, I didn't watch it, but I was like, that's when I was like, oh, she, I was like, oh, she coming here, right in this comedy show. And I was like, oh, right. You know, like, because I didn't know much about her. Um, but yeah, and that's when I first was like, oh, so she's working class, eh? Do you like, like the surprise? Uh, do you instantly like people more when they're working? Yeah, but it's like when I people do. always go, when you're watching like a game show or athletics or something, and you're like, I don't know who they are, but they're a person of colour, so I want them to win. Same thing. Don't know they are, but they've got a regional accent. So I want them to win. Are you okay, Hina? Hina's <laughs> bursting. She's from Wolverhampton, which is where I'm from. Oh, um, oh here we go. Well, Local beef. Oh, <laughs> okay, because um, I am a writer, sort of. Oh, I should maybe just admit it. But, um, admit got, it, Hina. If you've I'm got a writer. Today. I'm a writer. Um, she got published. She wrote a kid's book when she was 13, so I was like dead jealous of her. Um, <laughs> so there's some sour grapes there. But like, she's written for the Times in donkey's years and um also um when people were complaining about there not being any black people or people of color in girls you know lena dunham's show yeah i've not watched she it for that reason tweeted, she said <laughs> i literally could not give a shit about that so I've Ooh. Got a reason to hear um, i've yeah. decided <laughs> cancelled <laughs> 
Yeah, and that is her. So it's not just local beef, you've got reason. I've got beef! <laughs> I mean, I'm Hindu, so uh, you've yeah, not got... I quite work with that. But... <laughs> Thanks. I could see you were bursting there to get that out. Get that out. Um, yeah, got, uh... I could talk... Is, can we talk about girls? I haven't watched girls because I was like, are these just four white middle-class women? I mean, Sex in the City is one thing because that's, like, ridiculous. But this is like trying to be real, so I wasn't interested. <laughs> so I didn't watch it, but I don't know if it's good. <laughs> yeah, and it was supposed to be ironic, but then it, it sort of won at the same time. I watched it all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, there was all the, there's literally no black characters. So I think in season two, they got Donald Glover. Yeah. And it was literally a tokenism situation. And he, even he was like, uh <laughs> Because they had him in for like one episode or two episodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was and literally it, like two episodes. Yeah, it was a, it was a weird Well, it's set thing. in New York, right, isn't it? Mm. It's dead white in New York, isn't it? No, oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or you'd believe. <laughs> um, anyone else got anyone they like? Don't like? Oh, have we got a hand? Oh. Oh. Got Jay. Jay wants to say something. Martha, the band. I really like them. Yay! <laughs> Um, do you want to elaborate or just want to... No, I just like them. <laughs> <laughs> a band from the North East. Yeah. Pity me. That's actually a place in the North East. Is it? Yeah. Well, I never. Um, I don't know if it's relating to pits, because obviously the North East is very... Is it? Very, very big on mining. That is such a stupid thing to say. Um, it's a mining town. You're from... Uh, She's a Tory! Oh. Don't look! Yeah, we should, we should probably bring that up. So I can't remember why. I, it, it, sometimes I say people are Tories. I couldn't not. find anything bad about... Honestly, I've No, she has, she has been in Tory... Like, and then I was like... Oh. She's been in, like, doing Tory rallies. You know, like how Tory Barlow? That's Gary Barlow. Tory Barlow. <laughs> he, I really thought I was going to marry him. Oh. He I was always in the 17th family. He doesn't pay his taxes. And he also went on Tory rallies with David Cameron. He's not a knob. Ooh, indeed. Yeah, Tor Tory Barlow. It's a good job. He didn't marry him, innit? Yeah. <laughs> It'd have been a bit awkward. Didn't you do? It would. Well, you wouldn't be living it off, like, not paying your taxes, being like, woo! I wouldn't be here. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be here. You'd be straight out of that window, wouldn't you? Mate. Alicia. Oh, she's a good one. So many good ones, though. Um, yeah. Mafia. But, so, yes, Asilla, sadly. Yeah. Cancelled. Yeah, so cancelled. <laughs> but our best friend was Paul O'Grady, but as far as I, I know, he's still legit. Well, again, I were vetting all these people, and to be honest, if, it, if anyone said out a bit bad about Paul O'Grady, it might just be like, didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. The National dogs. treasure. What about the dogs? <laughs> Think of the dogs. Have um, you got any? Well, I mean, have you got any? Um, <laughs> I don't know why I asked that. We ain't got all day. <laughs> so I think, like... Do you know when you were a kid, who was your person that you seen on TV and you were like, they're like me? Because usually you have like your soap people, yeah, but it's all doom and gloom and obviously not real. Mm. So who did you see on TV? When? Who, what age? Any age? Yeah, you know where you first thought, like, that's, that's one of mine. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, probably Desmond, <laughs> as I said before. Um, Dinner ladies. Oh, yes, dinner ladies. Twinkle. Yes. Yeah. Although Victoria Wood, not so working class. Oh, really? No, she's, she's from a fairly middle class background, but she gets it. She's from Berry, though. Gets so. it. Try. 
allow it. I was gutted when I found out. Yeah, because I, I was like, is she? I'm not sure. I'm like, oh. Well. Yeah. Um, I don't know why you use yours. Katie Price. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why. I, I, I knew that. <laughs> yeah, before Kerry Katona, there was Katie Price. <laughs> In a Jordan days or a, as a... Just team. all of it, yeah. So for me, it was like seeing someone who was just what I thought was normal, even though she obviously is not normal, <laughs> but um, just, just being like a normal person, doing normal things, saying stuff. Do you know sometimes like, there's that whole thing where working class people just say what they think and there's no filter and there's like this um, supposed thing where there's less social etiquette or <laughs> whatever, right, is I just thought she's mint. And I thought she was mint from day one. Then I read all of her books and then she started going a little bit less mint, but I still follow her. But she's all the still time. a savvy businesswoman. Don't care what anyone says. That she is. And do you know what? She's bankrupt as well. And I'm like, <laughs> bankrupt idol. <laughs> a bankrupt icon. You yeah. need a magazine called Famous you know, Bankrupts. I can't even get a current account. She's bankrupt. Still drives like a bright pink, bloody giant 4x4 thing. So she's doing something right. She's all right. Also, what I found out from doing this excellent work up here is um, Mutya Buena from Sugar Babes. She's bankrupt. She went bankrupt the same year I did. So therefore we're friends as well. Bankrupt twins. Yeah, we're related. <laughs> um, I did think of summer on telly. It's not like a, it's a specific scene. So I'll watch anything. Mm, I might have missed a few of these, but we'll, at home we'll watch anything that's set in Manchester. Yeah. She usually got Saran Jones up. Even Leslie Sharp, but she's not from Mank. But, Saran you know, Jones. She's on here. Yeah. Shots got on Bailey, so that's all that. So I'll watch anything that's set in Manchester. But back in the day, I was really into Queer as Folk. You oh. sit down, you know, age 13, 14, watch it with my mum. Yes, you do. But there were some fun moments in that. You know. You start watching it with your mum. Yeah, she's yeah. a cool mum. Um, <laughs> she's not like a regular mum. Um, and there's a scene where I still, in my head, can't make Charlie Hunnam Queer as Folk as the Charlie Hunnam in Sons of Anarchy. That is not the yeah. same person in my no. head. Um, and he's like, you don't know what it's like. Oh, I'm 15 and I'm gay. And then his best mate goes, Nathan, I'm black and I'm a girl. Try that for a day. And then later did a dance <laughs> class with that person. And we were like, yes. oh my God. But that, I think that was a like, yeah, yeah, try that for a day. And that, that, that was Spoke like to you. TV gold. I quoted that for years. And then did one dance class with her. Then she never came back. Probably because I was like, she got queer as folk. She we got just, just staring yeah. at her the whole time. Being like, I'm black and a girl, try that for a day. Like, oh my God, I just want to come and do some, some dancing. Um, have, you, um, yeah. have you heard Charlie Hunnam's accent these days? Is it not from the northeast anymore? It's a, a vibrant mix. <laughs> with, because I think he lives in like LA or something, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he must have been in America for a bit. It's, it's a shit accent. Mm. <laughs> he like does a little bit, do you know, um, like phrases from the northeast? but just dropped in the middle of like, <laughs> yeah, man, so I was doing a shoot the other day. <laughs> it's like pre pretty good like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, was, I found this really hard when we were talking about working class heroes and who we'd put on the slides, because they're all people that I've come to later. I don't think I ever saw anybody that was, apart from like a total fantasist, like, I want to be in steps. Like, <laughs> that's, that's who I identified with. Like, there wasn't, I didn't see anybody, and most, most of the people that were from Barnsley or from South Yorkshire that were ours were all men. So it were like Parky, 
No. Kinda. Um, people off the cricket. <laughs> Didn't have nobody in Barnsley. Um, apart from that woman that wrote Chocolat. Oh yeah. Oh. But obviously that did not ring any bells. Yeah. Apparently she's dead rude. Oh. It must be, but I don't know who that is. No. You've got um, one of them rotters. Is he from Donny? Which rotter? That one. Be off, careful now. One off the. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know my mum's from Donny. It's fine. The one. Top Gear Man, what's his name? Oh, Clarkson. Yeah. Yeah, just don't tell people that. <laughs> is he not talked from... about this? Is he not? I didn't even know that he was a York. Yeah, but then he was like, I'm not moving to Manchester for Media City. It's like, nobody fucking wants you on the telly, you twat. Get off. Yeah. Nice. He's, unfortunately, he's one of ours. Um, but we'll make it all better by a saying good. that Leslie Garrett, Sheridan Smith. Hey, do you know, I might be related to Leslie Garrett, you know. It's not proven. But my granddad did a family tree and my nana's maiden name is Garrett and they're from the same <gasps> tiny village where it's 90% sure that they're related. I mean, it's probably in Donny. <gasps> Do you know where my working class hero is? We didn't put her on, Jane MacDonald. Oh, but how for Miss Dad, Jane? I didn't put Jane on. She's Bloody from Wakey, isn't she? Yeah, shaky wakey. I love Jane MacDonald. Yeah. Like a bit of Jane. She's keeping it real. She is our Jane. I hope she's working. I think she can't not be. Come on. I mean, she's made a few quid out of pretending to be. <laughs> <laughs> she gets off. She she's gets like, it. Oh my god, bloody hell! I think we'll yeah. We'll, we can file her under the Victoria Wood allowed thing. Yeah. I think she is. I watched her on a cruise ship and she was like, "Oh, look at these skirts I got from Chaza shopping. What does feel like two for three pound or something?" I was like, "Oh, you're really rich, but I, <laughs> I love you, Jane. You still." All of your ways. Buying your skirts you're going to go and salsa in. While she goes on a cruises. Yeah. Um, anyone, has anyone sent any questions in on the slide? Have a quick look. Better they are. Um, we've also got Louis from One Direction. I, I thought you were going to say him first. Well, to be, you know, he's, he's my favourite. Who's your favourite 1D? Zane, because I, he's brown, I am brown. He was, Bradford. He's from Bradford, I'm from Bradford. That's, I don't know anything else about them much but that that's my that's my go-to he also filmed Careful. a music video in mars platin where i grew up so we were connected you related yeah i'm too old for this conversation too old how I'm old are you like mentally too old oh i don't know any of the names of one day harry the one who's they say from manchester is from stockport it's a different with county the, with the floppy hair yeah yeah there's, a, there's an a picture one. of him one. he had a kid with cheryl he worked in a fish shop you know the racist harry styles did he? Ten points. Yeah, but he's busy mates with like what she called um, most haunted. His son, isn't she? Isn't he? Who's that? What she called most haunted. Yvette Fielding. All right. So Children's TV for crying in the dark. It's a good show. Um, That's so more my level of cultural. Can we can we go back to how old you are though? Because I feel like I need to know this now. Twenty. The forgotten. Uh, the fact nine. that you started with twenty and you've already said you're too old. We're I'm like. Five. I know a note about one but day. I know. I've never <laughs> I said one day before. <laughs> I used to work in a youth centre, so you know. It keeps you young. Yeah. I'm the further edge of millennial, but I still love it. Who one day? Who are the other ones? Niall. Well, do you know what? <laughs> Speaking of boy bands, I think that's why I liked E17, because to me they were real. They were legit. They were southern, which is obviously, I'm all about being northern. Are they um, legit? Are they? Are they legit? They've got one GCSE between them. Is that a true fact? Yeah. They were, they were there's Terry and John and Rufus, <laughs> and they're back to being a Rufus. 
<laughs> Did you not know that? They're properly... No, I, I know they're like kind of giving no, out the vibe. They're from... Well, I don't know if you know, but they're from Walthamstow, which is the postcode E17. Yeah, they're proper like... Yeah, they were just like... They're proper ready. Fun. They were just like rough and ready. The other, two of them couldn't even sing. We've got, um, we've got a comment in, and it's good because I just need to flag that I ain't even got, you know, inappropriate setting or anything to say yeah. you need to review this, but it flagged it as with inappropriate content, so I was like, ooh, yeah. Uh, it's just because it's got the word piss in it. Oh. <laughs> it says, girls is a pile of piss. Don't waste your time. Watch Cruising with Jane McDonald instead. Thanks. <laughs> Don't worry. That advice is taken on board. I am already practising it. Sound advice. Um, has anyone else got any local claims to fame? Any people that you're a bit like, oh, why have we got them? Anyone? Hands up? No? Apart from Caitlin Moran. Kavanagh is from here. He's oh, from yeah. us. Kavanagh. He's he's, his nana used to live on Aaron Street where there was a nice chippy. It's not there anymore. <laughs> it's my... Uh... Oh, who? What? H. Yo, H, yeah, H is from New Moston. Someone I work with apparently might live on his street. Oh. Is, is, is he in the charts now? Well, you got Ed Sheeran was near my house the other day, didn't even know. You what? Oh. And then there was um, Bugsy Malone, he's had a big, bigger. Uh, Bugsy with a Z, he's from. Bugsy. Although I think he's, is he more Cheetah Millway? Yeah. Berry. But he was like. But you know, some parts are like Comfort Chitty Mill and I'm nine, I'm nine, I'm nine, I'm nine. <laughs> I really wish you could actually see that, people who are listening, because there was some gesturing going on there. <laughs> Let me just uh, adjust this in background. We had another question. Um, it's not really a question. Well, it kind of is. It's a three part question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Selena, you just said you hated Take That. Yeah. But what about Jason Orange? <gasps> oh, yeah, sorry. I learned right. later on. Obviously, I never liked, I hate Robbie, and you like Robbie, don't you? Robbie is hated in my household, like, with a passion. Um, What's up with Uncle Bobby? He's a fucking dickhead, isn't he? He's just, he's just annoying. He's just annoying. My brother did security would take that, like, at a show, and he said, <laughs> Robbie turned up in his designer tracksuit on a mini bike, riding around City Stadium. I mean, that is a pretty wally thing to do, to be fair. Um, but yeah, obviously, Jason Orange is from Withenshaw. Is so it? yeah, he's he's legit. That's proper legit. Yeah, um, I feel like he went out with Catherine Tate for a bit as well, which is weird. And he took oh. her to Withinshaw. Catherine uh, Tate. Is it Jason Orange or is he the? Yeah, he's the gay one. Who's the other? No, who's the other one? Howard. Jason's. Yeah, Jason's the character. Yeah, maybe it's Howard that's gay then. Um, Jason. <laughs> yeah, he's from Withinshaw, which is legit. But as it, but the songs are. Well, I didn't want about that. Okay. Did you like take that? <laughs> you liked handsome, didn't you? Mate, handsome I think I liked didn't though. Everyone except Westlife. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> keep listing. <laughs> Come on, people. I know it's been a long day. Have we got any any working class heroes? No. I was going to say, you can say your yeah. mum. I was like, wait, yeah. why has no one said me mum? Can we get the mic to find out about your mum? <laughs> What's your mum called? Maxine. Yes, big up Maxine. <laughs> oh, yeah. After you've told your story, I've got a little song for Maxine. 
Oh. I also want to say, like, we should do it a bit like blind date. You know, like, what's your name? Where are you from? <laughs> MSN Messenger, ASL. <laughs> ASL. Go on, tell us about your mum. Um, I'm Luan, by the way. Hello. Hiya. <laughs> um, yeah, my mum's been through some shit um, ever since she was a wee child. Um, gone through, you know, she's been locally in Salford, like, most of her, most of her life. And, like, now we live in Berry. Um, and yeah, she's just had issues with family and, you know, stuff like that, living up, like, working class and things like that. She's had a lot of jobs. Um, she's just struggled. And now she uh, suffers with uh, rheumatoid arthritis, if you know what that is. It's life-changing. Uh, she's a bodybuilder as well and a powerlifter, so she's a wow. strong woman. <laughs> um, but uh, recently she just... Uh, uh, competed in the British Championships. Big up, Maxine. Yes. <laughs> um, and she managed to do her three deadlifts um, with rheumatoid arthritis. And two Blood years life. ago, like, round this region, she couldn't even get out of bed. Um, and she's just an inspiring woman. <laughs> Top one. <laugh>. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. And that, yep, yeah, that's Maxine. <laughs> I like the sound of Maxine. Oh, I found Yeah. <laughs> We can, you can play this to her and be like, Maxine, Maxine. <laughs> um, no, I was just going to, it feels a bit silly now, but there's a, a, a song called The Manchester Rap by the, I think called the Bostonians. Um, I, may, I play it for everybody that ever comes to my house. And one of the lines is, give us a fag, Maxine, I'm gasping in your eye. Or what? I'm coming down the chippy, get the beer in. Double up, double up. But yeah, whenever I says that, I'm like, give us a fag, Maxine, I'm gasping <laughs> Um, well, now you know where to go. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyone else? Got proper good family members? Anyone from 1D? <laughs> where you live? <laughs> no. Well, who have we got up here then? Who we want to talk about? Is anybody you've seen? Adele. Oh, Adele, she's good, isn't she? They all went to, like, all good, like, working class lasses from the South. They all seem to Sylvia go to Young. Brit school. Oh, that's it, Brit school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Amy Winehouse go there, haven't Yeah, you? she's on there. There's a few of them. Does that still make you work in class, is the question. But I thought, yeah. Because, I think again, all them people that went there are still, like, legit. Adele's legit. She's not transcending the class. Well, she's a bloody billionaire, probably, I don't know, but she still talks like she's from the state, and that's why she's good. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Well, that could be a question. It, well, that's what I did. I actually wanted this whole day just to me be like, this is perfect, because obviously these people... Big up Kelly Clarkson. Um, she's my karaoke girl. Through all the tough times. Um, <laughs> that obviously, these people are... Rich and famous, well, yep. not all, but they're well known. So, like, can you transcend your class? I think it's all Should about... Should we have a show of hands? Your spirit, innit? <laughs> yeah, show of hands, what we're saying. Can you transcend your class? Yeah, but I don't want to. Oh. Yeah, why should I have to? Yeah. I, okay, I think, no. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but, like, I feel like you can look like you can. I don't... It's that thing, though, isn't it? It's like... In order to transcend your class, it's that idea that you want to get away from it. Yeah, and it's like a bad thing that you've got to move forward for. It also, like I said earlier, is it sort of says that if you are successful in any way, that that's not what a working class person ever is. Yeah. yeah. It's, do you know what I mean? You're like coming out of a box into another one, which I don't like. But Knowing your limits. What Rachel, who is not here now because she's already left, but she was saying earlier is... Um, using the phrase from a working class background 
rather than saying, I am working class, if you like, you know, a billionaire. That's quite nice, I think. But it's still, you know, referring to your roots or... Yeah. Yeah. Because it's an origins thing. And I think one of the other things that transcending class sort of language does is say that, like, if you haven't, then it's your fault. It's, it's only you to blame because you've not worked hard enough to transcend yeah. class. Oh, that was... I've got two points mm. there. The thing was, is like, it also equates the fact that class is literally about money and success which yeah. it isn't just about that. So if you make money and are successful, therefore you're not of a lower class, but obviously it's not just that. Also, has anyone watched uh, that programme where famous people's kids, Gordon Ramsay and Mel B, um, they go and live where they lived? The Gordon Ramsay one was on the other day. Do you watch it? I've got it on the series link, but I've not seen it yet. Um, well, the, the whole point is that Gordon Ramsay's son goes and lives with this lad who's near from where Gordon Ramsay grew up. Um, and he's like, it's hard, you know, and he goes back and goes, you know, dad, times have changed for you. It was a bit easier because you, you, you got social housing, you managed to get off. But he, God, I'm just like, no, he just needs the hunger. He just needs the hunger. He just needs to fucking have the hunger, you know, because he likes to swear. <laughs> but he's like basically being like, anyone can get out if you try hard enough. Way son's like, maybe when you were young, but now it's different. Like, yeah. I've met a young person who doesn't want to live this life, but hasn't got any options. But obviously, God, I'm because he's like, a millionaire's like, nah, he just wasn't trying hard enough, which I thought was quite damaging. And I was like, listen to your son, he's talking sense. Yeah. Because it's that, I, you're always throwing that idea that you're just not trying hard enough, and that's the issue. Mm. I think like, you've got to be if careful. If you work with hard that. enough, yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, he's worked really hard and got to where he's from, and he's like, you know, he's worked so hard that he deserves it. But then also, you can't then be like, well, this person just isn't trying hard enough. I love that she's in it. Still there again! Oh, we only have a look up when it's there. But one before it with that last, you know, from that film Joy? With, with J-Law. J yeah. yeah. And she played it. That's the, the real last there. Fun fact. We should have got Erin um, Brockovich in there. <laughs> Sorry, Laura. The, the, the other thing <laughs> I was going to ask about transcending is, or not ask, but say, is like it also implies that it's, it's just you on your own. Yeah. Like, there's nobody helping each other, there's no luck, there's no people looking out for you, it's you alone, you've cooked loads of steaks and sworn and smashed <laughs> it, like just, just by you yourself. Did that. Yeah. I don't have any sous chefs, I don't have any family that's like helping me, I'm just God and Ramsay being great. Yeah, and it, I guess it's that, again, it's that thing, it's like, yeah, him alone, but then he was even saying that how his brother was a, he's like, it could have been different for me, brother was a heroin addict, but it's kind of like he escaped, which is what, and I think escape's a big word. But then obviously he's still got family that thinks about that. But it's that whole idea that it's like, you've got out, sod everyone else. I think it adds that to it as well. Yeah, and you can be proud of it. You can achieve and go, do you know what? That were, that were a, a tough ride. I didn't have it handed to me. I did really well. But to then turn around and say to other people, you're just not trying hard You're enough. not trying hard enough is bullshit. So that's a stupid thing for him to say and he's naughty for saying it. But, um, yeah, I think that it's about just having a good attitude, isn't it? Yeah. And bringing people up with you as well. If you think it's like, you know, oh, it's really hard to get out and what can you do to help people, then with that money that you've got, why don't you put a school together or pay for Like, for scholarship? example, Stormzy! Stormzy! Yeah. Our favourite yeah. Stormzy. So, yeah, what, what can you do to give back then? Because if you just want to be a dick and have loads of money that could, like, you know, bail an entire country out of debt, yeah. and you just choose not to, then you're a bit of a dick. That's it. 
<laughs> just a bad egg, yeah. regardless of class. Yeah, so, exactly. Whereas, like, Stormzy, I think he's... I'm just going to go on about Stormzy now. But, you know, at a time when home office are putting... Learn piano, don't pick up a knife on your box of chicken down Chicken Cottage or Dixie Chicken. So shit. <laughs> it's like... Is he a... Hey! You know, at a time when they're saying, why would you turn to knife crime when you could go fencing? I don't know what... He's saying something like that. <laughs> But this is like, we can't learn these skills because you've cut all youth services. Um, it's like, just Storms is doing it much better with his Cambridge scholarships. Yeah, and his um, murky books and all that as well. Yeah, like, you know, using his newfound money for good. He's doing good, he's our Stormsy. Trace is debatable. Trace is a bit of a Tory these days. Also, I went to, I went to this ridiculous, I went to like a book talk probably like 15 years ago, and Tracy, I went to this that sketch club afterwards, it was mad, there's paparazzi outside. Oh yeah. And she turned up and she had walking trainers and spaghetti strap vests on, and I was just like, you in a fancy club, Liz? <laughs> but obviously she's Tracy Emma, so she could get in. Do what I she wants, like, oh, oh, we've got a, we've got a question. <gasps> or a, a statement, question. or a fact, or a, I ate Stormzy. <laughs> Anyone dare to say they ate Stormzy, we'll probably have a fight. I love Stormzy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right then, carry on. I properly do. Um, However, I think it's brilliant that he is uh, funding places at Oxbridge. I think that's wonderful. My concern is he's funding the places, but are those people still, are they going to fit in when they get there? We need to change what goes on in higher education full stop. I think funding places to get to certain universities is not a bad thing, but also how do we support those people when they're there? Mm. Yeah, and I guess... He's creating the opportunity for people to go, which then is kind of opening up this idea that people are there that wouldn't normally, that deserve to be there but wouldn't normally get there. But then in the hopes that maybe then bigger institutions would be like, why do these people not come here? What are we doing wrong? Or they yeah. probably won't care. Prompts the conversation. And yeah. Um, so I guess that's the wider picture. It's like, who, how can you change the entire, entire thing? But then I think in general university is getting less, well getting less, is way less and less accessible for so many people. Yeah. And it's, I think there's a a question of where does that sit? Whose job is it to teach those people that are in those, you know, positions? So there's a thing in, um, if anyone's watching the final series of Orange is the New Black, there's a nice little storyline in there where the new warden, is black and female and um, was basically not in the sort of line of becoming the new warden. She was just in amongst all the other people who thought, I'm going to be the warden because I've been here longer. They're all white men, bar one. And it's a little situation where she gets the job because she's amazing in this interview and she's been doing this schooling um, outside of... So I'm going really into the plot here. Um, <laughs> she's been doing schooling, learning about stuff outside of work and she gets the position and everybody's like, well, she just got it because it's diversity points, right? But then there's a whole thing where that also was a thing, like, because they got diversity grant for her. Yeah. But then there was this, um, so it was like complex. And then there was this really good bit where the old warden who is woman said, look, it doesn't matter how you got here. The fact is like, you're here now. So do what you do, whatever you want to do and do it now, which is, I think, a nice way of thinking about yeah. Kind of what we talked about on the panels earlier is sometimes it is a tokenism stuff, it is a diversity points thing, 
But at the same time, it's like that to and fro of, yes, but I'm actually getting to talk and I've got an audience and it's an opportunity and it's visibility and it's, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a bit, it's, it's kind of double thing, isn't it, of you kind of have to have these schemes out here to encourage people mm -hmm. um, to address those balances and then, but yeah, how do we look after the people who are basically just being treated as diversity points yeah, or like token? A, like, a how do we... Okay. How do we do that? But then is it our role? Is it a working class people? Is it our role to do that? Probably not. But, but well, we have to is. step up and do it anyway. Probably, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we've got another question. Sorry, Laura, making do while they're running. Getting your steps really fit. We should have my Fitbit or whatever on. Um, me again. <laughs> um, back onto the topic of uh, sort of using your platform to, you know, raise awareness. I think MIA is on that slide. Um, and I watched a documentary. I don't know if anybody's seen it. I've not watched it yet. It's I don't watch so it yet. good. It's so good because obviously she's a, re she's a refugee and she's come here and she's uh, used her music and her platform to sort of like talk about it. And like it sort of opened my eyes a lot better, like a lot more to, you know, the situation and like um, her music, like just talking about it. And she goes into it and says about stuff like that. And I think that's really important to use your platform sort of yeah. raise awareness especially you know if you've got this sort of thing so yeah yeah it's that thing isn't it that where it's a bit like do i often think this like a lot of my art and what i do is about me therefore it covers things like sexuality gender race and class but then it's like should we expect people to do all the hard work it's that thing yeah so like i want to take a space and create a platform but then also should these people that don't have it as easy or you know have other things going on have to then do all the hard work yeah i think that's what i've like come to because I, I spoke a bit before earlier today about feeling really like baffled when i got back into phd and i think i had a choice at that point to like either just completely say this isn't for me i can't really survive or make work here because people it wasn't even just like you're a working class person in this place. It was like my, the, the sort of stuff I write about is, is about working class culture as well. So people would just look at me whilst wearing red trousers who were clearly from Oxbridge. I love like, the red trousers thing. <laughs> red trousers, it's like, you can tell a lot from sort of salmon-y, ready trousers. <laughs> um, but saying like, why should I be bothered about what you're writing about? And then I started teaching undergraduates and I had this moment where I was sat in one of the lecturers for cultural history. So like first year students, um, sort of basic theory. And one of the lecturers, very, very like, she's in her 70s, she's very senior, she's very sort of high up in her job, said to the whole like group of new undergraduates, working class people don't read to their children. Hmm. And at that time, like, we hadn't even had any seminars yet, so when I was trying to encourage them to think about working class culture as valid culture in the seminar, nobody came forward. And it was at that point where I was like, well, it's sort of sink or swim, and what I want to use my time at teaching at university for is, is trying to get those people out of the job, because you just can't be doing that. It's the no. sort of assumption that nobody is, could possibly be even working class in that. And also... Like, right, my parents didn't read to me. My dad can't read very well, right? He can't read all right to a, a level of it. He left school at 13. We never had books in our house. 
He likes Jack Reacher now. That's his thing that he, he's got into, Jack Reacher, right? Yeah, and he's well. learned about audiobooks. But, uh, yeah, he left school at 13. He's also missing a finger. Rogue. But anyway, <laughs> there was a whole lawnmower incident that is a bit grim to go into. But anyway. My dad's got have finger as well. South Yorkshire, More eh? Losing them is. fingers. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so... We didn't have books in the house. I had to go on my bike to the library like Matilda. When I, I, I see myself as like Matilda when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. To the library. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's true. But instead of saying working class people don't read to the kids, how about we look at why? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's that as well. There's because some of them can't read. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, when I tell people that my dad can't read or write properly, they're like, wow, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> And left school at 13. I mean, different generation, but, you know, he lived in a pub, so he just worked in a pub. Mm. <laughs> That's the thing, I think, mix, people often mixing up what's poverty and what's class. Yeah. Like, what are, what are the systemic effects of poverty? And low literacy may be one of those, rather than class. Yeah. yeah. Rather than all these lazy working class people. Yeah, they just can't even be bothered. Oh, right. Ride the bike to the library. Just sitting in front of the giant TVs that they could be buying proper food for. Jamie Oliver, I hate you. <laughs> it's my Jamie Oliver rant. Um, At the end of the day, though, you want a big telly, don't you? Yeah. You wish this was your telly, don't you, Em? This size of this screen was your telly. Oh, my telly, yes. Um, I reckon <laughs> we should wrap it up in a minute. Oh, yeah. But has anybody got any other questions or any other people that the world needs to know about? The world! Because you know everyone all over the world. Because everyone's listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> over the world. Go on then, Hina, go on. Right. I'd rather be on negative. Um, uh, whenever I ask, ask for a hero, um, there was a woman called Jaya Brendesai. Um, she worked. Do you remember when you'd take photos on a camera that wasn't digital and you'd post it off to get it? Oh, yeah. Um, there was a factory in North London that did all the processing. Um, and like there were lots of Asian women who worked there and they got treated like shit. So Jaya went this eye, she was like, um, you know, we won't put up for this shit. And so they all walked out, all the Asian women walked out. She led this massive strike and it was at the time when um, you could do secondary striking. So um, lots of people, like, so the post offices in support, this was when solidarity was still, you could still do it. but. Um, they they stopped posting all the stuff out so they disrupted everything oh. and there's this badass picture of her and like she's this tiny little woman with a sari and a cardigan on top because we're you know immigrants and we're all cold but like there's like rows of policemen and she's just like really close up to them and so she's my favorite oh my god that she sounds a definite google so check out the grunwick strike yes that's Excellent. a good one anyone else got any or just general questions for any of us about anything? No. Cher, Cher's on there. Oh, Cher, Cher's up there somewhere. She's a good lass. She's all right, she's all right isn't she, Cher? <laughs> um, have you got any now? Not like when you first started knowing about working class legends, but who's your favourite now? Who's my favourite now? Yeah. Um, McKay Probably Michaela, is it how you say Michaela, Michaela, Cole. Yeah. Chewing gum. Top last. Because that ticked my boxes, right? So it's a comedy, Channel 4 comedy show, which I was well into in the 90s. <laughs> um, working class, black. She also had some nice bright coloured outfits. And she wrote, like even if you get into it, like she filmed it in summer, so it was all bright. It wasn't a working class 
narrative that's all like grey and concrete and it's it's literally about it's funny stories for working class people to laugh along with but also like a great narrative like community but yeah she's and she's also like now like flat she's like getting big but she's just like she just really makes me laugh mm. it's mm. good yeah that's that's my new one she has a lot of warmth as well towards yeah. like i think the thing with chewing gum was if you are legit working class you know what it's like with all the different people that were on the estate you're like oh yeah we had one of them we had yeah. one of them and i think it's like made by the working classes for the working classes yeah. like other people can appreciate it but it's respectful but to everybody else it's like it's like a love story to the estate yeah which is also yeah why she's awesome mm. trying to think of a current one obviously like if you're all across it <laughs> don't let right watching geordie shaw put you off getting into charlotte crosby i've got to say i will write uh, if do you know what then people who write think pieces you're gonna write one about charlotte crosby i might just write one can, can anyone write a think piece yeah these days you just put it on the internet and go like <laughs> i've got a thought everyone needs to hear it listen to my love story to charlotte crosby she just meant she says stuff that other people do not say at all times and she's brilliant and her mum's amazing and they're both very much working class and she's one of them she's a millionaire now but she hasn't changed at all <laughs> She just gets to go in more spaces being working class and just being just great. I love to see it. I love to put the TV on and watch people just be themselves and not have to be. Do you know, like, oh, here I am now. I'm going to change my accent and I'm going to put different clothes. For those listening, Charlotte Crosby meant that Selena spilt drink down is, um, Yeah, I just think that pressure. I hear people all the time, like in the job I'm in now, nobody talks like me even though i'm i work in leeds i'm from donny i live in rotherham like sometimes i don't see or be around people um despite being in them areas that are from where i'm from or talk you know or be the way that i am um and yeah i hear people actively change their accent like all the older people on corrie yeah. They're like, oh, hey, up am on cobbles. They're like, yeah. I'm actually a theatre actress. You've been yeah. in Corrie for 50 years, but you're chatting. Um, and they're like, oh, they don't even have a regional accent. What did they do? Yeah. Um, but I guess that's like love is fear, isn't it? I like when you see people and they're just owning it and just being themselves. And yeah, I think there's a lot of young reality stars <laughs> that are just out there doing it, but nobody's doing it as real as our Charlotte. <laughs> Does anybody else watch Charlotte? Seriously, just me. I'm like the biggest stan of all time. I think it's just you. <laughs> we need that think piece. Yeah. Then everybody will be watching it, she'll get another series. Everyone watch it, yeah, and then just tweet us. <laughs> Have you got one? Currently, because um, I've been away in Canada for a month and I got really, really homesick, mainly about accents and a lot of telly because I had only access to Netflix and Canadian Netflix is terrible. Um, Bob Mortimer is my current oh yes because i think he's somebody that stuck with me and i listened to his desert island disc when i was away and i just love him i totally love him he's like very real not like trying to be something he's not it's daft proper working class humor that i don't think so i think he, he doesn't take himself too seriously does he no He's definitely himself, isn't he? <laughs> definitely. And I don't know, there's something about slapstick humour that 
all my family really, really love. <laughs> and it's, I don't know. I'm guessing you don't, you're not having to be like clever or really profound and understand something if it's just slapstick. You know, you don't have to be like, I don't get it, I feel stupid. Yeah. Kind of thing. But yeah, so Bob Martimer, okay, so you got to watch a bit of Smells Like Reeves and Martimer, Charlotte Crosby <laughs> and Chewing Gum. There's your own work. <laughs> That's a good mix. Yeah, I, I think that's a good... That's what you can do in your evening, unless you're all going out raving. Well, oh, someone say something then. No. Someone's up raving. Oh. Um, d- let me tell you about one episode, right? <laughs> oh, come on, we're I'm not gonna, I'm going to set the scene. I'm going to set the scene. Ten past six. I'll, I'll figure out which episode it was, but there's one where basically Charlotte just wets the bed all the time because she just gets too pissed. And she's got this boyfriend, right? And she wheezes the bed around his house. And they have to go out in the morning to go get a new mattress. <laughs> and she comes back, and his mum's from the state as well, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, I had to get another new mattress, didn't we? Charlotte's piss bed. And his mum just goes, you dirty bitch, come here, and gives her an hug. I'm like, that's why this show is so good. You don't get to see this. You hear stories like this, don't you, when you were a kid, all so-and-so down road. <laughs> you don't have that on telly. That's why it's good. Anyway, that's me. That's my hard sell. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm in, all in. So right, all I feel like I don't need to watch it because you've told me all the things, all good things that happen. Um, anyway, that's think, that then, isn't it? Yeah. Um, can I clap for everyone? Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having us. It's a bloody yeah.